Hey coders, welcome to the Scrimber podcast. On this show, I speak with successful devs to learn their story so you and other self-taught devs can find success too. My guest today is Etisham, who is a Scrimber user that, as far as I know, invented a clever tactic to get his name out there, earn some reputation, and finally land an awesome job. In this episode, Etisham talks about how he found work on Upwork, even though he didn't have a reputation yet, and then how he almost transferred his positive reviews to get his foot in the door in the form of a job interview. It's worth sticking around to the end because Etisham shares some tips and tricks that genuinely helped his LinkedIn profile stand out above the rest. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Scrimber podcast. It's so good to have you, my friend. Thank you so much, Alex. Good to be here. Have you been enjoying Scrimber since you signed up? A lot. Especially the community meetups. It is the great part of Scrimber. I'm looking at your Upwork profile because as I understand it, you hadn't worked as a developer before. You've fairly recently learned to code. And instead of going straight into the job market to look for a job, you decided to do some freelancing. And what happened next is you got some really, really, I'm reading them, really good reviews that I think probably helped you get a full-time job. Congratulations, by the way. Can you talk about your strategy to get a job and how you approached Upwork? I started learning web development. Uh, I already had some coding skills as I am doing engineering and a university, so I had the fundamentals with me and I also had interest uh, in coding. So I thought I should learn web development to start earning. It took me two to three months to get the fundamentals right. And then I applied for Upwork using my LinkedIn. I think the LinkedIn really helped in getting approval on Upwork. And then I started applying for the jobs. One job required me to convert the graphics to SVG and then use tooltip on that SVG using JavaScript. So what I did was I converted the raster image into SVG and then I sent that SVG with the proposal. I said, hey man, I did the half the job and if you liked it, hire me if you like it. So... So it was the strategy that got me the first job. He left a five-star review and it helped me get another job with the same client and get more jobs through that niche. That's such a clever idea. So that was the journey to Upwork. Where did you get the idea to send him some of the work to get him excited? So yeah, it's basically it is a practice too. Like practicing your skills and if you don't get the job, uh, you're not losing anything. You're practicing code, you're doing uh, projects for GitHub, like open source projects. You're putting the effort there too. So I was like, I'm learning something and it's better that way too. That makes so much sense. Like instead of building projects that will probably never like see the light of day, why not try and challenge yourself and do some Upwork jobs It seems like Upwork has like this domino effect where maybe it's quite challenging to get your first client. But once you get that first review, that probably gives the next clients a lot more confidence in you, don't you think? Getting the first job is the hardest part. So you have to push really hard 
Sometimes people recommend you record a video explaining how you would do this and I did that too. So this was my own idea to do half of the job because uh, it's, it's also a practice and it gives me more chance to get the job. The other person can see like he can do this thing and he's passionate about this. So he would give me a try. I mean, I hope people copy that technique because it obviously works. Tell us what happened next. So that client asked me, can you develop a WordPress website? I was like, I'm new to it, but I can try. And he was like, okay, I trust you enough. And he gave me the job. And it's not about knowing everything. It's about problem solving. So I Googled a little, asked my friend, how can I uh, put all the pieces together? And it took me a few hours to recognize the problem and then coming to the solution. So I did it in a day or two. And uh, yeah, that job also went great. I, I see on your profile, these were like, they're not small, small jobs. Like the first one was a hundred bucks. The second one, 150. I see that you did a few more and the price was around the same. Like the next project you did, I think, was to create a landing page. And what I noticed about the feedback here is that there's a lot more detail in it. Like this person's written in a lot more depth. What's the story there? He really loved the way I was helping him visualize his vision for his MVP. He was working towards a sustainable goal and I was all up for that goal too myself. What does that mean, sustainable goal? There are goals set by United Nations. These are United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And every country tried to achieve these goals by 2030. His MVP was based around that idea, helping and achieving those 17 goals by 2030. I helped him map his vision and I also helped him uh, with the, the designing and the development of the application. So he really uh, loved how much effort I was putting in. And he also left a feedback on my LinkedIn too. He left a recommendation there. So he was a really nice guy and he texted me now and then for some tips uh, about his MVP and some help. And he hired me again with some other stuff. So yeah, that was the reason behind writing a long uh, feedback. It seems like to help someone like realize the vision for their landing page, then to build it and communicate with them, maybe $150 is like a little bit cheap. Like maybe it sounds like he got a good deal, but I don't think it matters, right? Because what you gained was actually worth a lot more than a few hundred more dollars. You got the feedback and the experience that helped you find a job you really like. Is that is that fair to say, do you think? Or were you, am I totally wrong? Were you happy with the price? I was starting out and um, it's not about negotiating the price because on Upwork, they put the price and many of developers would be bidding on it. People would be bidding less than $100 too. So it is difficult to get jobs and the, get the value out of the job. But the thing is, I was working on polishing my skills. And also, I know the value of the reviews and building connections through Upwork. And I have built connections with great clients around the world, from United States to Switzerland and from Canada, just using Upwork. Two clients left 
recommendation on my LinkedIn. And so I thought that if they leave me the recommendation, it can help me get a good job in the future, which pays more than they paid me. So I could leverage these reviews. If you're enjoying this episode of the Scrimber podcast, please remember to subscribe. Also, feel free to share this episode with your friends on Twitter. And while you're there, follow me at Booker Codes. Next week on the Scrimber podcast, I speak with Sean Wang, otherwise known as Swix. Swix has done a few really cool things in his career, like work at Amazon and more recently Netlify. He's also the author of the Coding Career Handbook. We spoke at length about transitioning from a code newbie, as Swix describes in his book, to becoming a truly hireable developer. When are you ready? <laughs> Basically, I think, at least for front-end developers, because that's that's what I historically have, have done, and I know that a lot of Scrimber people are front-end. When you can take a project from beginning to end, like shipping a, a site design and cloning that in your favorite framework or favorite static site generator, and pay attention to the details of like figuring out what the box model in CSS is, and <laughs> you know, like all the all the standard interview questions that you might get. I think that's where that's where you can start interviewing, and then start paying attention to what people want uh, out of you. Again, here's your gentle reminder to subscribe so you see it in your feed you've managed to use these reviews to get your first job it sounds like can you tell us the story in short the part that amuses me is that the ceo of the company that i'm currently working in he visited my linkedin and you know you can see who visited your linkedin he must have seen the recommendation so i think that helped in getting the job and from the beginning i joined isaac Isaac is a youth-run organization to develop leadership qualities in me, to polish those skills, and to boost my confidence. So I joined this organization and I chose the portfolio Outgoing Global Talent, which focuses on developing leadership in youth and uh, helping them get abroad to avail opportunities in these kind of uh, fields like business, development, etc. And I thought I can learn from them and I can also help them. So it would also help me in the future building my resume and preparing myself for the interviews. So that was my strategy. And um, it definitely helped me getting a polished resume and getting prepared for the interview too. So using those skills that I learned from Isaac, and then applying those skills to my job interview. I think that also helped me getting the job. That sounds really interesting. I've never heard of Isaac. Hopefully I can grab a link from you and put it in the show notes. Tell us about the job. Like what, what is your job title? What do you do? Have you started yet or are you due to start soon maybe? It has been two weeks. Uh, I am front-end developer. The job title is front-end developer. Congratulations. Thanks. I would be developing the landing page of the website. Currently, I'm using Gatsby. It has been two weeks and the experience is great. The people are really friendly and it's a remote job. So it has its own benefits. There are flexible hours. Is the remote company based in Pakistan or is it based in a different country? It's not in Pakistan, it's in Brazil. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Small world and Got to love remote work and all the flexibility. I hope you're enjoying. Has anything surprised you since entering the workplace? I have worked alone while developing those uh, projects for the clients on Upwork. So it was a new experience to work in a team. 
That is one thing I am really enjoying. Cool. I think it'd be fun to go back a step and talk a little bit about the interview process because people listening, sometimes they're learning to code that they're not sure what to expect from the job interview. Sure, it depends on the job, but we'd love to hear from your experience. So basically, they asked me questions about my experience. And before the interview, I have to record a two-minute video that would be sent to the company where I had to explain why I'm the best candidate. And in the interview, they asked me, what did you mention in the resume and what you didn't mention in the resume? Tell us about that. Then they asked me some questions like, uh, if the company needs a plugin for the website, what would you recommend? Like, they were checking my skills based on uh, front-end development and also as a project manager. Was there a uh, technical part to the interview, like a coding challenge or something? No, so there was uh, no coding challenge because I already sent them my projects that I did. Oh, that's good. That's really encouraging in a way because it's cool that they could trust your code and then spend the whole interview getting to know you as a person and seeing how you handle different questions. Sounds good. You've got the job. Do you have any advice or resources you can share with people listening who are maybe just a few steps behind you on their coding journey? I would say two things are really important. First is LinkedIn and second is GitHub. And to be honest, I'm a little embarrassed about my GitHub because I'm a university student and I would be in my final year and it is too much workload, so I cannot code every day and work on my own projects. But hopefully in my final year project, I would be working on um, the front-end side of the project and it would really help me too. Clients on Upwork too ask for the GitHub. One client asked me for my GitHub and I was really embarrassed. I shared it, but I knew I wouldn't get the job because uh, I didn't maintain the GitHub. These are the, some things that uh, you have to look after. What makes a good LinkedIn profile, do you think? Well, you have to share the latest updates about what are you doing and brief summary of who you are as a person and good profile picture, a headshot and a good cover. Like I have designed my cover on, in Figma to tell people more about myself. It's more personal my first title was web developer. Then I changed it to front-end developer because, you know, it really matters to the people who are serious about hiring. Like web developer can mean a lot of things. It's front, it's back, it's full stack. And then I used Python developer too, as I got specialization in Python from University of Michigan. But I removed it because I was not looking for jobs in Python too. So I replaced that with just front-end developer. Also, I held some workshops around responsive design in my university. So I can add that in experience section. And you should get recommendation from people because I think if I'm the recruiter, I would look at the recommendations. I think the best thing we can do is link to your LinkedIn profile no pun intended in the show notes because I think it is a great example from the cover image to the headshots, you know, specific keywords the recruiters can find. You have examples of your past work and certifications featured, lots of activity which shows you're passionate. And then, yeah, those those really positive, really encouraging reviews from Upwork. I, I think I should mention that I used one more trick. 
the CEO asked me for my GitHub and I shared that, but I also shared my Upwork account. So I was like, here's the proof that I done the front end development and he could read the long uh, reviews that my clients wrote. And also there is a feature on Upwork, there is a plus account where you pay some fees for a month and you can hide the amount you earned. I paid for that because I knew I was applying for the jobs and I'm closed the interview. So I, I had my uh, revenue that I generated on Upwork and then I sent him that link. So it looks more professional. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't like anchor you. Like if they looked at that, they would say, oh, this is how much Atisham costs. But, but what you know is that you were like working a little bit cheaper for the experience. And, and yeah, now it's time to get the full salary and stuff. Well, Atisham, I hope you are enjoying the new role and I can't wait to see you be even more successful. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Scrimber podcast. You can find a link to Atisham's LinkedIn in the show notes. It's a very good example and something to draw inspiration from. If you liked the episode, please remember to subscribe and share the episode with your friends on Discord or social media. My guest today was Atisham. Thank you to Jan Osanovic for editing the episode. I'm your host, Alex Booker, and you can follow me on Twitter at Booker Codes. See you next week.